Today's episode of the Alt Kings podcast is brought to you by X-Spectre. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Echelon, and he is the founder and CEO behind the, the Egoverse. How are you doing today, Echelon? Everything's copacetic, man. It feels good to be here. Thank you for having me, and I uh, look forward to our conversation today. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Very happy to have you. Now, my first question for you, Echelon, is who is Echelon? Well, my real name is Eric Marcano Jr. Um, the Egoverse is a company in the state of Florida. Um, my company, uh, I mean, my name is on the company. Um, you know, who I am, I'm 26 years old. I live in Florida. Um, I originated from New York City for about 21 years. I've been a sole entrepreneur ever since I got out of high school. And, you know, entrepreneurship really taught me a lot of stuff, um, really early age as I really started getting into more adulthood, like out of teenager ship and getting more independent. That's when I kind of started getting into swing trading, getting into, you know, the whole Web3 aspect, the whole Web3 mantra and what it stands for and what it's supposed to mean. And that's what really got me appealed to it. So back in 2021, um, a few months before the ego verse started, I had to make a tough decision. And that was, you know, the fork in the road, whether I want to start uh, in real life business or whether I want to start the ego verse. And to be honest with you, I just chose the ego verse because it seemed so ambitious and it seemed like it was, it was uh, going to be a challenge and it has been. So it's kind of to give you like a, a brief summary of who I am and nice. how the ego verse kind of started. Well, that's incredible. I, I love to hear that. I mean, whenever I was checking out your Twitter account, the first thing I saw was that pen tweet and it was that LLC filing in the state of Florida and I think for any NFT project, for any people, anybody building in Web3 who is, you know, trying to generate some sort of revenue stream from just, you know, cryptocurrency or anything that they're involving themselves in, they need to have some sort of, you know, LLC established or business established. So their own personal assets and liabilities are secure and stored away on their own. And so I think that's a great starting point for yourself. And I mean, myself as well at the Alt Kings, we do have our own LLC. We actually have two, and it's it's nice to have because it saves myself at the end of the day if anything were to go wrong. Likewise, yourself, and so that's great. Right, and and I concur, and and uh, I want to congratulate you guys because I mean, even though we're kind of in this whole Web three, you know, uh, trying to move away from traditional financial systems, it's it's just impossible. Like at the yeah. end of the day, and most of Web three is still centralized. Most of the blockchains and networks is still centralized. And there is still society rules you got to follow unless, you know, you're just living lawless and you're living careless, which I wouldn't suggest anybody because if you're launching a company, because NFT projects or DeFi projects or projects in general, if you got a product, you're a company, right? Like that's just bottom yep. line. You have to view the space in a business perspective and what I feel like a lot of people don't do is take this stuff serious, which in return can put your investors at risk, can put your team members at risk, can put yourself at risk and any party that's involved at risk because you're not, you know, taking what you're doing as serious as you should be. So definitely LLC and up. I, I recommend anybody listening. And, you know, I said I salute to you guys as well for doing that because, you know, regulation is coming in left and right, especially, you know, I take from your 
I take from your accent, you're from America, I'm from America as well. And, you know, they're not playing with these laws right now. Not so being ahead of the curve and actually embracing it versus having to restructure your entire ecosystem based off regulation, I feel like it's just a headache. So doing it now and getting our cards right, getting all our documentation right, just makes us more legit, more sound. And then the beautiful thing about that is, is we protect our personal assets, you know, versus like intermingling it because you're operating as a, a sole proprietor or entrepreneur running what should be actually a business. And then you get penalized because you don't have it as a business. It's very true. You make very good points. One thing I want to say in regards to LLCs and if any NFT creators or builders out there tuning in right now, I would check out Doula and there will be a link below and you can check it out. It is a great platform where you're able to register your own LLC in whatever state you want in the United States. And they also have LLC DAOs that you're able to form as well. And those are more or less to help you stay somewhat decentralized. Although, you know, in this space, you're not going to be ever be completely decentralized, especially if you're in the States. But Doula is one of the most cheapest and affordable ways of, you know, generating and creating that LLC to, you know, save your own personal assets. That's where we've actually formed one of our LLCs. It's based out of Wyoming and we have one also based out of Florida. And so I think that if you are interested, you should definitely check that out. But back on topic, the Egoverse, an innovative, multifaceted community driven company aimed to bridge the gap between Web 2 and Web 3. You mind telling me a little more about this? I know this is your prized possession. Yeah, of course, man. Um, you know, back when I was saying when I was getting into this space, you know, I had the whole I had this whole, you know, real ambitious ideology and perspective about the space. And it evolved into what it is today. But my whole goal was it's like there's billions of people on the planet and there's only millions and there's very low millions of people that's in the Web3. Now, obviously, with regulation, you know, we're going to start seeing we're starting to slowly see mass adoption, which and then we're starting to see, you know, more of the big money, you know, actually ingratiate themselves in the space, which comes with the level of trust. Like as much as people want to move away from traditional systems is as much as they're still relying on it and they still utilize it and still, quote unquote, have this trust, whether it's conscious or subconscious. And once we start seeing these institutional these institutional financial systems start coming in, that's when we'll start seeing the heavy influx of users. So my my ideology from the get-go was, you know, I'm, I don't only want to build for Web3. I don't only want to build for Web2. Like I, I come from Web2, you know, I was swing trading. I was an entrepreneur. I did a little bit of res um, a little bit of real estate. Um, you know, I had a, I had a very small clothing brand. I used to flip electronics, et cetera. Like I just come from, that hustler spirit because I'm from New York city. So anything I could get my hands on is pretty much how I was, you know, making money, like just flipping things nice. in that yeah. way. And, so um, same way. right. So how in web three, you know, I noticed there was a lot of just things that, you know, I was just like, you know, it was very early still developing and you always hit that stage is like, you know, we're still early. We're still early. It is so true. And, um, how I wanted to build the ego verse was just basically that gap, like tackling multiple industries, that you wouldn't think would ever be involved in Web3 and get them involved in the Web3. So, you know, our, our original plan has then pivoted and I wouldn't say change. It's just we prioritize differently because, you know, obviously when we originated the Egoverse to where it's at today, you know, there, there's a bear market that hit, right? Like we was in the end of the bull market when we launched and, you know, we quickly 
got introduced to the Bears. So we, it's just a matter of strategizing, strategizing. So um, the ego versus all in, in, in total, man, is is where our the goal is to create a digital conglomerate, right? And that that means in our future in real life businesses. Uh, we have the FPS game that's out right now in the alpha stages that we're we're scaling up every single day. You know, we're getting ready to launch the Web three version of Fiverr. Um, you know, we're getting ready to launch a, a Dex aggregator, right? But everything we're doing is all like multi. It's it's all in. in I mean, we got phone cases. We have we have clothing brand now. So like everything we're doing is all in a circulatory ecosystem with our supporters that's already existing. But our focus is to take the people who don't even know what the blockchain is and introduce them to a blockchain economy without knowing that they're introduced to it. So for example, with our game, it's more web to focus, it's more web to friendly. But now there's blockchain integration there because if you own an NFT on the on the web three side, well, you get to play with that as a character in the game. Now, when you're in the game, in the near future, if you buy a character inside of the game, you know, um, you'll be able to take that into Web3 and utilize in other games or potentially make some money because of the transferable items, right? Like, um, so it, it's just our whole goal is really to create, it's, it's to take existing successful models, but introduce innovation and utilize the blockchain to basically bridge that gap and do those kind of things, which is why we're being strategic with what we launch, how we launch it, and what we're doing and how we're doing it. It's just, you know, our whole entire goal is to really bring new people in and and really help Web3, better Web3, but also, you know, create an ecosystem where, you know, it isn't reliant slowly on, you know, uh, new users coming in or, I mean, not new users coming in, existing people in Web3 to basically be on that. Like, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I'm very ambitious. I'm young. I have a team that's ambitious as well, and we just want to reach reach the highest heights as possible, man. So the Eagleverse over time is just going to continuously scale and, and and grow over time. And you know we're fully chain agnostic. Um, you know we originated on Avalanche. Uh, we we made our debut on Solana about a month ago. Uh, we will be coming to Hashgraph Hedera um, this summer with our game with our Web three Fiverr. Um, we're already sitting down and and having meetings with developers. So you know, we're just really focused on taking it to the next level and being diverse as possible. So, you know, our our, our main saying is one is too close to none, right? So I'll yield there. I hope I, I hope I answered that question. Oh, you definitely did. And I think that's a great approach in regards to, you know, finding the best possible ways of, you know, bridging Web 2 to Web 3 and the most nonchalant, le- the easiest way possible. You want to make this as as less sophisticated as humanly possible because the more sophisticated it is, the less people are interested in it. You know, you really want to be able to bridge that gap, you know, having your own personal web two game that is an FPS game, the first strike. And I'm curious now, is this a console game? Is this a computer game? What is that like? Yeah. So, so right now, right. Because obviously we're not a billion dollar company. We're not having a million dollar company. Like we're at, we're independent small business that is growing in a non-traditional space. So you already know all the nuances and all of the unexpected occurrences that happen there and then finding the reliable people that can do the job based on the budget you have. Right. So yep. we're investing out of our pocket. That's why like whether our mints go or not, um, we're able to keep the production going. And, you know, we are taking mint funds to invest back into our own company. Like we're not just taking these funds to go have a steak dinner or, you know, go on a vacation. 
you know, it's it's nothing like that. Like we're working towards the long term goal, which comes with a lot of expenses and a lot of time. Um, so yep. with our game right now in alpha stage, it's supported on Windows. So it's just as if you download a Steam game. You know, uh, that's how we have it set up right now. But in the near future, we are going to be supporting Mac, mobile, Steam. Our long term vision is console and pretty much as much devices as we humanly can. It's just right now it will make more sense for us to save dev time and resources because, you know, <laughs> these developers ain't cheap, man, especially in, 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 a, in a global economy. And I mean, the global economic situation we're in, <laughs> devs, devs are are charging a lot of money. So with us, we said, OK. We're going to make the bulk of the game this year, 2023. And, um, you know, we're going to slowly start supporting Mac this year. And Q1 of next year is really when we're going to hit it on the head, start going in, start going in front of major publishers, potentially get a distribution deal. You know, another option is to maybe go, you know, to a VC, to an angel investor. But we're making sure we go to a VC or angel investor with leverage because we already sat down with a VC and they threw a number at us and, you know, it was, it was, it, it just wasn't impressive because you know they they wanted a lot and they only gave a little. Now, if we go to them, you know, if the bulk of our things built and more strategized, now those now we have more leverage and now those numbers will look way different. So that would be one another option, you know. Um, and then and then the independent route is is the biggest option we're going for. To be honest with you, like we already got this far. We've been around for seventeen months. Usually startups, you know, um, die in like a year. Um, you know, and I, I'm not saying it to brag that we made it this far, but it goes to show you like in a non-traditional space, us going through us overcoming all the hurdles we we overcame it like we're here to stay. And I think we proved that by now. And, you know, if our game will be the same exact thing with how we scale it, it's just a matter of time, man. And that's that's one thing about this space is, you know, it's constantly shifting, evolving. It's non-traditional. Trends are always changing. But. In, in in all, you know, you just gotta you just gotta find a way to adapt to the environment, and I think we're really been good at that. And um, I'm just confident with what we're doing with our game that by the time we we hit Q1 of next year, we're gonna be tackling some major milestones, and it'll be a whole nother conversation, a whole nother interview with you, with you guys, hopefully. Definitely. I mean, I, I see a very bright future ahead in regards to your vision, and it seems as if you are a true visionary yourself. And I see that you realize what it takes to really build something out in this Web3 space and, you know, just surrounding yourself within cryptocurrency itself and, you know, trying to make your make your own name within the space. And there's a lot of competition in regards to, you know, game development and building out in this space. But all it simply takes is consistency and at the end of the day, just not giving up. And I guess that, you know, correlates with consistency, but the more focused and the more strategic you can be and the more unique you can be you'll definitely show and eyes will come to you and it's a matter of just staying on top of it even regardless of being in a bear or bull market because once the bull comes we both know that people will come to the right projects and the right projects are the ones that we're building in the bears i, so I, I great. yeah i agree with that i i just you know i, I would like to challenge that just that end point because i agree with everything you say there my only sure. my only take on that is yes, if you stick around and yes, if you just, you know, find a way to stay around that people may, and I'm not saying they, they won't, but people may care about it. But on the other side of that too is in the bull market, there's so much stuff going on that 
It's true. You know, you you can easily fall to the back burner on people's minds and be the last Discord server on their list. It happens pretty quickly. Even in this bear market, we're seeing that because, you know, right now people are just looking for the next best thing that yep. make them some money, you know, versus yep. real builders. So I, I like my only suggestion and if, if you want to call it advice to anybody building right now, I would say like, don't, don't deter away from your original plans, but really observe like what you were saying, like, look at what's going on in the market, analyze, do your research, look at what projects are doing, look at what's winning in the current trend and try to adapt your plan with what's currently trending so you can stay relevant. I think yeah. that's really important in this non-traditional market. Yeah, definitely. I think so as well. And I think, you know, staying relevant is a very key factor in regards to, you know, being getting getting that exposure you want within those bull markets. And one thing that comes to mind for myself is, you know, networking. Networking is a very vital yes. factor, I believe, for the Web3 space. Because say you're building in the bear, the bull market comes, an influx amount of people come to the space, and they're like, all right, where should I go? They find, you know, some people that they might trust and they might see as reputable people in this space. And those reputable people are going to guide them to the right projects that those people find as, you know, true valuable projects that are constantly building and seeing out their, their visions. And so I think that, you know, networking is very vital to succeeding yeah. in this space, as well as, you know, networking with the right people. Because once that once the bull market comes back to life, it'll eventually come. Who knows when, but it'll come. We definitely will see, you know, the influx of people and the people who are questioning and are curious about the projects that actually matter. And, you know, there are always going to be those people that, you know, want to make their bags and flip and degen and, you know, do their own thing. But there's also going to be those people who support genuine creators and people who are building in this space. One last thing I'd like to say is I really like comparing what's going on in this, you know, just the day and age Internet compared to what's going on in, you know, Web3. I think if you can find something that hasn't yet been built out on Web3 yet, that has already been established in Web2 and it works in Web2 and you're able to migrate that into Web3 in some way, shape or form, that will in a way make you more unique than your potential competitor. Just a, just a concept, you know, I think that right. if we're able to, because at the end of the day, not all ideas will always be, you know, a new, unique idea. You're either going to be taking it from somebody else and putting your own spin on it, or you'll eventually come across your very own ideas. But off of that, I'm curious, what are some of your goals with the Egoverse? My goals with the Egoverse is to retire as much people as I can and create as much opportunities as I can, right? Like, I I want to go as far as changing the world on a serious level, like on a personal level. And I believe the starting point of that is with the Egoverse, even in the most micro ways. So even if that's making people's day feel better, even if that's changing people's mindset, even if that's making people a little bit of money, because I will never promise that, right? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to go to jail. But what I will say yeah. is if you could flip my NFT, you know, you're in a third world country, and you could flip one of my NFTs for double and that pays your rent for the month and that and that relieves stress or, 
you know, it does something for you in the near future. I'm happy at that aspect. But on a bigger, on a macro scale, my goal is to end food shortages, right? My goal is to end homelessness. My goal, my goals is to end water shortages. Like I, like that's something I'm really personally passionate about saving the ocean, you know, saving animals. Like I'm, I'm really compassionate about things like that. And, um, you know, when I, I, I just want to get to that level, I understand we're in a capitalist society and you need money to do a lot of these things. And, you know, it's just, you got to start somewhere. So my focus right now is to really scale the ego verse into being a conglomerate to the point where it could basically run itself. And I'm in a position where I can now scale. And like right now, my focus is to scale um, horizontally and then vertically. So that means spreading out, you know, to a bunch of different industries. Then now we're scaling it all up and making sure everything works. So it's it's moving in a horizontal format, then it's scaling up vertically. And I'm going to do the same thing in real life because I want to start all these things and then have teams that have teams that have teams that have teams that were all just chasing the same end goal. So that's what I'm really focused on. Um, and that's, that's just what I want to do. I want to help people. I want to make people better. I want people to strive for better. And, you know, I, I tell my team the same exact thing. Like, I don't only want you guys to chase my dream. I want you guys to chase your dream as well. And I'll help you do the same just as you helping me. And, um, not all the time it works that way, but, you know, if, if any way I could try to help, I, I just try to help as much as possible. And um, yeah, man, that's that's really my goal with the ego versus it's just to scale it to the point where, you know, it, it just doesn't stop. Like, I don't have plans on stop building no time soon. And I know you probably hear that in the space a lot. I know it sounds cliche. I know people's like, yeah, you know, I want to do all this. I got all these plans. But, you know, for me, I, I, I'm i 26 years old. I just turned 26 in February. Um, Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, man. I don't I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. I don't I don't have no major responsibilities besides paying my bills, right? And other than that, I have nothing but time, thank thankfully, because I'm in a blessed position to where I could dedicate my full focus on the ego verse and scale it. And you know, I have real dedicated loyal team members around me. So that's what um, you need. Yep, that's what you need. I'll be honest with you, man. You can't you you won't you need a community and you need a team. That's the two things right there. Like that's the key components of success. And um, over time, like we're just going to keep building more layers to this onion. I call it like, you know, we're going to just keep going like uh, every every month, every year that that's going to pass. You know, it's been around for like 17 months now. It's we're just going to keep adding on to what we already have. You're just going to keep on checking off those accomplishments. That's all you're going to keep on doing. And I'm a really big fan of some of those goals that you have set out for the Egoverse. And I think. And it's a uh, it's a great thing to want to give back and want to give back to the right sorts of, you know, types of people, give back to the planet, you know, just in the best positive ways of giving back. It seems as if that's your view and that's your objective. I'm curious now to know, do you have any charities in mind you plan on giving back to or is this going to be something that you kind of just go about and just give back as necessary? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of charities ain't trustable, if we're being That's honest with you. That's very true. A lot of charities, they take the money and they pocket it and get yep. very, very bare minimal. So, you know, I do have, we do have plans, you know, to donate the charities, you know, when we get to that point, obviously, like right now, you know, we're, we're, we're surviving a bear market. It isn't yeah. easy. So it's a lot bad. of our funds are being moved strategically, but, um, when when the bull market starts in the round, we definitely are going to look for things to help animals, to help people who's in a less fortunate position, of course. 
And um, my plan really with with in real life with the ego verse, well, our plan with the ego verse is to, you know, do some kind of like um, self-sustainable ecosystem and create, you know, like a, you know, a self-sustainable farm or a garden to where we can utilize and leverage that to do food drives for the less fortunate, whether that be on a monthly or quarterly basis. You know, that's a real later plan for us. I would say, you know, if we're looking at it, maybe sometime in the summer next year, maybe a little bit longer. I can't give a definite date because tomorrow's not even promised. But what I will say is when we get to that point, we are going to be doing a lot of, we're going to be really hands-on in real life. Right now, it's, it's the digital realm, video games, building digital collectibles, scaling it, building a bunch of different, you know, digital revenue streams so it can enable us to translate that in real life. I mean, transfer that in real life to start to start making actual tangible changes. I think that's a great viewpoint. And I think that's a really good way of viewing, you know, just the potential behind what you're doing and figuring out the best way of making this as sustainable as possible. And the best ways of giving back while keeping it sustainable and, you know, finding those ways to branch out and make multiple sources of, you know, revenue is a great start. I'm curious now. So is the first strike, is this a, uh, do you have to pay to play this game or is it a free game? It's free to play. Um, We didn't want to, we didn't want to pay wallet. We wanted everybody to get the experience. Right. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier about web two and web three. And I I won't go on a tangent here. I just, you know, kind of, Get, get in the nitty gritty of why we did a play to um, a free to play is because you know a lot of games in web three are just building for web three a lot of games in web two are just building for web two but now if we look at fortnite warzone pubg h1z1 like these are free to play models and the you like the amount of success that's achieved through that because people actually can try the product before they even spend any money i think is a beautiful thing and if we're if we wanting to be the bridge between Web two and Web three, why would we create something that already has a paywall to, to people who aren't familiar with it versus us creating something that people are familiar with that they can try that they can you know have fun because that's that's the number one thing that we're aiming to do with our game is the fun factor like people getting the experience versus just thinking about money and you know because once you introduce money to to things like all the fun goes out the window. So with us, you know, we kind of reverse engineered that whole thought and we've we've taken a page out of Fortnite's book, but we're doing something that they're not going to be doing, which is utilizing blockchain technology to allow users to get more out of their assets that they own. I think that's great. What would you, is there a game out there currently speaking that you could really, uh, you know, correlate the game that you're building out currently speaking to like what would be something that you know you you meet up with somebody out in the streets they ask you what you do for a living you tell them that you're building out the ego verse and you have your own game the first strike and they ask what type of game is this what game would you relate that to by chance csgo csgo nice yep. I think that's it's, it's, a, it's a yeah it's a very similar uh game and economy that we're structuring like all all of the cosmetic type of items the type of maps, the logic, because I used to be a competitive gamer, right? Like I used to play for tournaments for money for years. And I've done this since I was a kid um, before I started venturing into other things. But 
I'm taking a lot of that logic. Our team is taking a lot of their logic. Like we have Life, which is our COO. He's a professional. He was a professional gamer. A lot of our team members, our community, we're taking all of these experiences and injecting it into the game so we can build something that people actually want. Like we're, we're not going to follow the industry's traditional standards of what a battle royale should be or what a FPS game should be. Like we are taking pages out of our book. We are doing research. Well, we also knowing, like I, I still play Warzone. There's still bugs and it's still boring. And some of the maps doesn't have a logic to it to where it's like, okay, we can't do certain things. So we we're paying attention. We're, we're paying heavily attention to the stuff that people want. Like, and this is why we're developing a zombie mode, a single player nice. a battle Royale mode. You know, right now it's only PVP, but, like we're we're touching all different aspects that people like, so it's like, okay, you don't like this, but we have this. Oh, you don't like that, but we have this. Like we're 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 really trying to. Well, we're not trying. We're building a game for people that and and the beautiful thing about it is is as we grow, and as as more people start getting ingratiated into our ecosystem, they grow with us and they're building the game with us. Versus, you know, you. A billion dollar corporation, a corporation releases a game for seventy dollars. You buy it, and it's it's terrible, and you feel like you got gypped out of your money. Well, That's with true. us, you get to build you get to build the game with us because we're actually talking, interacting with you, and and listening to your feedback. Nice. I think that's great. So where does the NFT aspect come into all of this? I know that obviously this is a Web two game. Where, where do you integrate the uh, the Web3 side of things with NFTs? I know you have the Species 5Ks uh, collection. And right. then I also know, I believe there's another collection out there as well, correct? Yeah. Yes. So to answer the question is basically we 3D model with NFTs. So okay. let's say, you know, Species, let's use Species, for example. It's a 5,000 collection. Obviously, you know, if we try to 3D model 5,000 NFTs, We'll be here for like 5,000 years. But, um, you know, what we're doing is we're 3D modeling 20 because there's 20 alien races in the collection. So we're like, okay, we're going to let the community select the 20 aliens that they want from each alien race that will be 3D modeled, imported as a playable character. So let's say you own the Necro alien. Well, you're going to be able to play as the Necro alien character inside of the game. And it's exclusive to you and the 249 people based off that collection supply. So that's how that one works. The rest of our NFT collections has a similar format because we originated on Avalanche. So obviously we have utility on that end. And we made our debut on Solana one month ago. So there's utility on that end. How'd All, that go? Huh? How'd that go on Solana? Oh, we're we're about 80% minute out right now. It's going really yeah, thank you, man. It's going really well. And and um the responses we're getting. And what's been happening is is really, it's really dope, man. Like I'm I'm glad we didn't min out day one because we we've been live for about five weeks now. We've gained so much like genuine relationships, and we're actually like building with our community. Like you imagine we min out day one, all the hype. You know, people are only yeah. there for you know the 330 Solana that we give them back out of that mint. You know, then after that, people leave because they don't care. Well, now it's it's a slow mint, but you get to get to know the people who actually support you. So now it's more than just, you know, a, a founder talking to an investor. It's more like a friend now. Like we're like that's at the level I'm at with our community. Like we can have we can we can like we can 
excuse my French, we could kick the shits. We could go into we could go into the voice chat. We could talk to each other about real life things. Like it, you know, we could go on the game, have fun together. Like I, I love that aspect there because I, I don't look at people as like customer number one, customer number two, customer number three. I look at I I, I value social currency. I value people. I value connections and networking. I I don't care about the money. That's not what I'm here for. Like if, if I was given a billion dollars today, I would use I'll utilize to help other people than myself. Like I'm I'm happy with the bare minimum because I'm not Amen materialistic. Yeah. So to get back to it, that's how the NFTs tie into the game and anything we do. Like we're coming at Hashgraph Hedera. Like I've been announcing publicly, so I could say it on this interview. Same thing. The we're gonna have eight playable characters. You own one of the different one of the factions of the eight characters. You'll be able to play with that in the game. So now, how it's free to play? Now this is this is this is where the kicker is. So you come into the ecosystem. It's free to play, but you only get to play with one character. Then you don't get no weapon skins. You don't get to play with a custom avatar. So now you're sitting there and you're watching everybody run around with aliens, with hunters, with yobies, our partners, because we have partners across five different networks right now and their and their nfts are playable characters in our game so you're seeing all this stuff going on and you're like wow um that skin is cool my skin is boring how do i get that skin now oh i gotta get an nft that's one way or the other way is our in-game shop because we got it set up and in the near future how we're gonna have it so people so how we're gonna have it is just like fortnite just like warzone just like csgo you literally can go into the shop and either purchase it in Web2 payments, PayPal, debit card, credit card, MoonPay, etc. Or you can purchase it on Web3 in, in a network's native token. So this is what we're going to be introducing there. So if you want to stay on the Web2 side, you can. You don't even have to get involved with the blockchain and still get the exclusive items. But now if you're on the Web3 side, you have the option to have a transferable item and or you have an option to purchase a a rare item inside of our game and economy that isn't available on secondary market, but it is available wow. through our in-game shop. That's awesome. I think that's great. So I'm assuming now, so since you released first on AVEX, then Solana, soon to be Hedera, it's going to be a multi, you're going to have multiple wallets integration within yep. the game, correct? Yeah. 100% like nice. so our, our so we're we're going to make it as seamless as possible because believe it or not Fortnite utilizes the blockchain for V-Bucks. They do on the back end. So with us wow. like we're going to have an in-game wallet to where the user I I, I can't say this because I got to protect RIP, but I could of say course. this too. Yeah, yeah. You imagine if you had an in-game wallet like and, and let's say it was an account that you, you let's say you load up a species NFT and you're playing with that avatar inside of the game. Let's say you can press a button and print it to whatever network of you choosing. That's how we're going to have it. It's never going to have wallet. It, there's never going to be wallet connections to our game. We're going to gotcha. make that. That's that's all going to be handled through the back end where the user is never going to see it. Nice. Uh, that's really smart yeah, because it makes it so much more seamless and there's going to be a lot less conflict and confusion in regards to how to integrate your characters and really just access the, the accessibility behind it all is going to be a lot more clear and you're going to really know what to do and how to do it. I think that's really smart. Now, speaking in regards to Hedera, this really sparked my eye and 
I thought I heard something about it in the past about you guys soon to be coming to Hedera, but you mind telling me more about your vision, your outlook, and what you plan on doing on Hedera Hashgraph's network? Let's start first with the collection size, and then we can move forward wherever way you wish. Yeah, so um, we're we're working with NFT Tech. Shout out to NFT Tech. Um, shout out been, Cantor. Shout out to Cantor. We've been partnered with him on Avalanche since March because he came from Avalanche, and yeah, we've did. we knew Cantor for a very long time. And um, we was one of the first people that was using this product on Avalanche. And um, he came to Hedera, and he's been doing wonderful things. I love it. And, um, you know, we're shopping around. Um, I, I used to hold spaces for, like, 90 days straight. You know, I was hosting pretty pretty good spaces about just, like, grilling projects, asking questions, like, talking about the market, current trends, spreading wealth through knowledge, connecting, networking. And I hosted, like, three Hedera spaces. And, man, the vibes was just unreal. And Immaculate. Immaculate, exactly. I, I concur. And um, we and a lot of those people I, I kept relationships with throughout the time. It's just at that particular time, um, you know, we couldn't do nothing on Hashgraph Hedera because we still had obligations to fulfill and we still had promises to keep. And now, you know, this time around, it, it's a different ball game. Like we are, we already met those milestones. We're ready to scale, and um, we have a way more bigger team on the development side that enables us to move in multiple different directions. So with the NFTs, it's going to be around 1,666. Uh, won't announce a mint price just yet. I'm not giving away all that alpha. It's going to be a collection of fully one-on-ones by in-house artists. Um, we are going to 3D model eight characters. So there's going to be females and there's going to be males. Um, there's going to be four females, four males. They're all going to be playable characters inside of our game. By the time we come to Hedera, we're going to be bringing a diverse community from Ethereum, from Avalanche, from Solana. Like we have a community of, you know, I have around 2000 holders throughout all my collections. And, and if you look at the secondary markets, like there's barely any listed. And, you know, I, I bring that up not to brag at all, because that's not that's not what I do. I bring it up to show the value of a diverse community that we're bringing to Hedera, like I've already been onboarding people to Hedera. I already have people who have Hedera NFTs and asking me constantly, like, yo, what projects should I start with? Or let me set up this wallet. We actually partnered up with um, HeliSwap and hosted a tournament with Ego versus the First Strike, where our users won Hedera tokens and, and HeliSwap tokens. So they had to set up a wallet. So we've already been onboarding people. So one value we're bringing is new users to it. The second, we're bringing fresh art, right? That's another thing. With utility. We're going to be giving back to the community. Three, we're going to be bringing a, a, game, a built game, right? There's yeah. something that's out right now, something that people are going to be able to play. That's going to be way more advanced by the time we launch. And then four, we're bringing Works, which is the Web3, Fiverr, eBay, and Etsy. So we're bringing a service marketplace. So we're coming to Hedera, bat swinging, utility throughout the roof, and we're coming there to bring value. And um, this summer, we're going to hit it real hard. So that's what's happening. And- you know, we already partnered up with H Barbarian Inc. Shout out to them. They have a playable character in our game. They have a store. They have a revenue stream in our store, in our in-game shop. We are partnered up with another Hedera project that we haven't announced yet. So we already are moving very strong behind the scenes. So when we come out publicly, it's going to be a lot of nukes being launched. And we are going to approach the blockchain for a grant because the in-game wallet that we're building it has to have a network that supports the transactions, right? So yeah. net, so Hedera, if they want to white label 
this in-game wallet. And 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 keep in mind, no no um gaming project is doing what this in-game wallet how we want to do it. So Hashgraph Federa, if they give us a grant for this, they can have the bragging rights to it. Literally put a literally trademark it or whatever they have to do legally to be able to say, like, yeah, you want this, you gotta come to us. And we we're, we're gonna approach them and say, hey, you want to do it? Let's do it. We're gonna give them that opportunity. So we're coming, we're coming, we're coming real heavy to Hedera, and um, it's coming real soon. And we are gonna be launching with NFT or tech. So, you know, um, right now I'm just building those connections behind the scene, and um, you know, I'm connecting with people like you, right? Like I'm connecting yeah. with, you know, other builders in the space. I'm I'm getting to know the community. Like I'm not just coming over there to extract liquidity or to just launch a collection. And and move on to the next chain. No, we're coming over there just how we came to Solana with value, with a community, with utility, and and with growing utility and growing value. I'm excited. I'll tell you that I am excited for all of this to you know just truly evolve into your true vision out there. And I I think there's a lot of big things up and coming, and it seems as if you're already making the right steps in regards to partnerships, connections, relationships. I'm curious if you've heard of Hashport by chance. Of course. I, yeah, I Hashport. Yeah, they're definitely great in regards to bridging other currencies with Hedera and Hedera's tokens. So I definitely was going to recommend Hashport, but you already know about them. So that's that's great. What interests me now, and it's one of the last things kind of on my list of things to talk about, was works. Works on demand. You said this is going to be like a Web3 fiber. Let's dive into this a little bit. Tell me more about your vision behind Works. Okay. Well, I've personally used Fiverr in the past. Me and too. I'm going to be totally honest with you. We're coming for the next. They oh. take 20% from creators. Yeah, they And do. then they take like 5.5% from the buyers. That is crazy. And then yeah. their reasoning behind that is that it's for maintenance. No, it's for your pockets, bro, because your website yeah. did not even update or upgrade for the last couple of years. You guys are just rolling in cash. And with us, not only we are going to be having a flat, way lower fee, but we're going to be introducing the blockchain. So we're going to have the Web 2 side of it. We're going to have the Web 3 side of it. So now that's a whole new onboarding mechanism right there. Web 2 it's users... Really get to meet web three people web three people get to meet web three web two people all through our platform and the beautiful thing about our game about about works about about a lot of stuff we're doing is that it's hybrid so now we don't only have to cater to the web three market in terms of marketing we can market this in web two as well and really like be a shark on both those waters um so it works um basically we're, we're going to be giving our holders utility so if you own any of our collections, um, up to four NFTs, you'll get 2% back on rebate if you use our platform. We have a lot of other, uh, we have a lot of other utilities that you're going to be doing as well. It's all built on the back end through an escrow. Um, we're going to be supporting, let me go check out all of these networks. One second. I'm going to give you all the networks right now that we're going to be supporting. That's incredible. Us. So I'm assuming you'll be, you're, you'll be supporting many networks as well as credit card debit card and you know fiat payments as well which will be great yep. i'm curious while you're looking for these i'm curious your approach in regards to you know 
transferring people from their already established accounts on Fiverr to a new platform like Works. I know that you know lower fees will be a definitely a big eye opener to a lot of people who are already trying to sell and you know provide work to other people. Um, I think that I'm curious. Well, simply, I'm just curious about your approach to you know taking over Fiverr. Right there, fees. That's number one. More money yeah. people make, the more happy they are. But that's true. The, the service, right? Like the thing is, is we're basically we're basically building a, a a a trustless way of doing this, but also like Fiverr doesn't have the Web three aspect of it, right? So they they're missing out on a market. Well, yeah. we're catering to both markets right there. So now a, a Fiverr, a, someone who built up their profile on Fiverr, now they get to make more money, right? That's that's number one, which that makes everybody happy when they make more money. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Number two. Um, they're going to be able to have a wider audience because now, like, yeah, Web3 people, they go to Web2, Fiverr stuff, but it's not really focused for Web3, really. And there's a lot of different scammers and there's a lot of different stuff going on. Well, for us, we have a different vetting process that we're going to be doing on the Web2 side, being totally transparent with you. And on the Web3 side of it, we're already familiar with it. They're back with vetted people. And, you know, we're going to have an ongoing Discord. Fiverr doesn't have that. They have, like, you know, they'll email you back or they can answer a couple questions through the automated system. With us, we're going to have a Discord server. So now you get to come have a conversation. Now you get to, you know, come weigh things out. There's going to be a learning educational aspect to it. You know, there's going to be another benefit to it to where if you get it, if, if you buy one of our NFTs, you get an additional benefit from you being a creator on the platform. So now there's a chance for you to make more money. So it's a few different ways that we're going to be doing what Fiverr doesn't have. But the biggest thing right there speaks for itself is the lower fees. Like you imagine yeah. it, you imagine if you're in a third world country, you've spent what? You spent you spent two weeks creating a 3D model that was two hundred that, that was a hundred bucks. Fiverr comes along and takes twenty dollars. Yeah. Or a 20, fourth technically if it's twenty five percent, yeah. They they they're taking they they they're taking twenty five bucks from you, right? Like that's crazy. Like maybe in us in America, we're like, oh, a hundred bucks, you know, it's not really a lot for us. Yeah. But people in people in these places where most of the users on Fiverr are from, you know, really need that money. Like I, I used to sit down with a lot of Fiverr um creators and we was talking about things and they was like, Hey, you know, can we talk on another platform? And I was like, Hmm, why why do they want to talk to me on another platform? They're like, Hey, you know, give me a telegram, give me a Discord. We go start talking on Discord and Telegram, and what's the first thing they tell me? Hey, man, can can we do PayPal direct, or can we do like an, another payment system direct? Because Fiverr's taking a lot of my money. Like, I, I really don't want to go through them. You know, I know it's more riskier this way. Um, I'm willing to do the work first, and you pay me after. But you know, I, I I really need my full pay, and I'm just like, damn, I understand that. And that's you know, this was months ago. Like before I even thought about like building works, like it was just frustrating me because I understand from a creative perspective, like where they're coming from. And yeah. it got to the point where where we was going to launch just a standard NFT marketplace. But we was like, you know what? Like, let's like, what's the point of trying to compete with OpenSea and Magic Eden? Like they, they already have those. Like there's it's a dying, non-lucrative model. It's just it's not going to work trying to do that. So instead of trying to compete with the big guys who already captured the entire market, Let's let's build something different, and I believe um, works is, is going to be that we're going to be supporting optimism 
Avalanche, Polygon, Ethereum, Phantom, Arbitrum, Cardano, Cosmos, Binance, Kronos, Solana, and finally, Hashgraph, Hedera. And we have it all baked in and built, and the platform is going to be out, you know, latest June, latest the end of June, as early as the end of this month, it'll be out. That's incredible. Two other cryptocurrencies I definitely would refer you to check out would be XRP and Algorand also. I think those are two very sustainable, reliable cryptocurrencies that could also possibly be integrated into this platform. And it really makes a lot of sense in regards to kind of like what I was saying earlier and finding something that is already established in Web 2 and finding a way to bridge it to Web 3. Because what you're doing here and what you're trying to take over, take you're trying to take over Fiverr, that will be a huge milestone if it happens. And I truly see that your vision, it, it has a very high possibility of happening as long as you're able to get these people who are you know developers, builders, and not necessarily just that, people who are just looking for work and looking to provide their work onto your platform. And they're quality people and they truly care about what they're providing. It, at the end of the day, if they provide their quality work, people are going to want to come back for that. And then people will refer people. And it's just going to be a, a snowball effect in regards to how many people you onboard to works. And so I think that's a really smart approach. And one, you know, lowering the fees. Because, I mean, you already explaining about how the guys from Fiverr that you've reached out to in the past wanting to talk to you on another platform so they could get PayPal, uh, you know, PayPal transactions. That alone, I mean, PayPal still takes, it might not be as big, but they're still taking fees. And if you're able to compete with, you know, PayPal's fees, it's, it's really going to change the game for where people go to outsource work. And I think Works has a lot of potential in regards to, you know, changing the, the game and making a new wave in regard to outsourcing work and receiving quality work. And so I, I really look forward to that coming. And I, within these next one to two months, I look forward to seeing the platform being out on markets and seeing people utilizing it. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate the encouraging words, man. And, you know, I, I don't I don't know how to give up. Right. So. You know, I know you were saying it. I know you were saying if on your aspect, but I'm I'm gonna say when because Fiverr. That's a great you guys, you guys took enough money. You guys extracted enough liquidity from people, and you guys don't empower creators. Our platform is gonna empower creators. Like we are gonna give creators spotlights. We are gonna do. We are gonna have our Twitter shouting creators out. Fiverr doesn't do none of this stuff. Fiverr doesn't care. Like once in a while, they might retweet something here and there or shout something out. But on a regular basis, they don't like, and that's the difference is, is the cadence is really, you know, like knowing like, okay, you got a platform that is very big, that is global, but like, how are you really helping people that is on a smaller scale? You're really not like you're, you're shining on the bigger people. Then you have a lot of limitations. They taking a lot of people's money. You know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And you know, we're, we're going to disrupt that industry and we're doing something they're not doing. That's as simple. You know, it, it, that's the thing. It's a it's a simple business model they have, which operates just slowly, slowly on fees and in middlemaning, but they're not using the blockchain. That's our competitive edge right there uh, on top of yeah. all other things I named, you know? So yeah, it's exciting. And um, I can't wait to roll it out. And I can't wait to bring it to these blockchains that don't have something like this because 
there's things similar to what we're building that we're seeing because obviously we're doing research in the market. They just aren't doing it how we're going to do it and sure. and executing it the way we plan on executing it. And there's a lot of the networks that I named earlier that doesn't have anything like this that I know is needing something like this. Because you imagine if now uh, a, a trusted built brand backed by an LLC, because we're deploying an additional LLC for works as well, is now you know you get a trusted party that's in a space where you're already familiarized in that is literally you know creating the opportunities that people want but also not getting scammed and that's one of the biggest things in web3 that's happening right now because it's quote unquote the crypto wild wild west where you know people are people are getting you know scammed fish left and right and with this platform is going to mitigate a lot of those issues right there because of how we're building it on the back end and then how how much research we're doing and how you know you, you be, like you know, I, I know how a lot of people, you know, get away with stuff on Fiverr because of a chinks in their armor on how they have the delivery. You know, I know a lot of people who've basically got delivered the end files and didn't have to pay nothing disputed. And, you know, they, they basically wasted all that creator's time with us. You're not going to be able to yeah. do that. It's bad. It's malpractice at the end of the day, but there's definitely, it seems as if you're a front runner in this space and integrating a platform like Fibers, but better with cryptocurrencies. That's really going to change the game, and it's going to help onboard a lot of people within crypto as well as help people within this space. One thing that I thought about was, you know, you sell an NFT project, or you're a builder, you're a creator, you're an influencer, you get payments and cryptocurrencies, and you want to outsource work. Say if you just went to a platform like Fiverr, you're going to have to change the cryptocurrency to a fiat currency. And that alone is a tax. Yep. Fees. From there, you're going to have to then, you know, go and find that person that you want to outsource the work to. If you're able to simply just use the crypto that you have to buy and outsource this work, it's going to save, you know, one on taxes, but two on a lot of time and hassle that could be put forth into this. But simply, Echelon, you've really blown me away with everything that you're truly building in this space and you continue to build out, I really see your vision and I really see the potential behind all of it. And it's not a matter, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, just like exactly how you said it. I appreciate your time once again, and I'd like to close this off on any closing notes that you'd have for us. But once again, thank you for everything that you provided here today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the conversation, man. Um, you know, I, I like stuff like this more than, more than AMAs, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it's more of a conversation than just Truly, like an interview. Genuine. Yep, exactly. I, I really like that. I love the experience. I definitely want to have another one of these episodes with you in a few weeks, a few months from now. We'll make we have some of those updates, so I appreciate that. Um, I, I guess closing words is shout out to my team, shout out to my community, shout out to my supporters, and shout out to my haters. Like on, uh, on, on a real level, I appreciate everyone like we ain't shit without i ain't shit without any of you guys the ego verse isn't shit without any of you guys and you know i i appreciate it you know i learned a lot it made me a better person and you know i hopefully i made other people a better person you know because i i do want to impact people even if it's on the, li the littlest level um and just be on the lookout for the things we're doing guys follow us at t-h-e-e-g-o-v-e-r-s-e we are coming to Hashgraph Hedera. 
Uh, we have a lot of big, ambitious plans. And over time, things are just going to continuously get better and better and better. And more stuff is going to be getting released. We're working on a lot. So um, be on the lookout for that. And Works is dropping soon. Follow us on Twitter at W3RKSONDEMAND and get ready. Fiverr, if you're listening, we are coming for your heads. But yeah, I want to close out on that. <laughs> up next or up now? I think up now. Appreciate yeah. <laughs> your time once again, Echelon. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the All Kings Podcast, and we will see you all next episode. Peace. Hell yeah.